You're going to be able to write sales pages and create social media posts that leave people saying like, wow, they totally get it. They understand my struggles and they know how to help. Hey there, I'm Marissa and I want to personally welcome you to the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast where we discuss all things making money online and creating a life that you love. After losing my dad at 19, I learned how short life can be. And because of this, I now know that making money online is about so much more than an extra paycheck. It's about freedom. It's about options. And it's about having the opportunity to spend your time on this planet your way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast. All right, I hope you guys are doing well. Personally, I can't believe it's already October, but you know, I'm kind of ready for the slowdown. I'm ready to go into hibernation mode, but yeah. All right, so today I wanted to talk about niches or niches, however the heck you want to say it. I personally think niches sounds really weird, so I say niches, but you get the point. So if you want to start growing an audience, if you want to start your own business, do you need a specific niche or can you kind of just go with the flow? Here's my take. If you're just starting out, choosing a niche and really getting specific with your niche will help you see results a million times faster than if you try to go nicheless. So when you're just starting out, people don't really know who you are. You usually don't have a lot of credibility or a lot of results to share. So the goal is to really become an expert at one thing. You want to master a certain skill. You want to build an audience around this expertise and really position yourself as the go-to person. Now, this also helps with discoverability, so choosing one specific niche helps with discoverability. Once you start sharing content around a specific topic, people are going to start sending that content to the people that need it most. You know, they might send it to a friend or even a coworker. You're going to start to become known as, you know, the person specializing in that one area. Not only that, but when you're creating content around one topic, search engines and social media platforms are going to better understand what you're all about and they're going to put your content in front of the right people. So let's say that someone is a real estate agent and they're looking for Instagram marketing help. So they head over to Instagram and they type in Instagram marketing for real estate agents. And they see all sorts of different posts in their search results and, you know, different people's accounts. Well, if you're creating content for real estate agents about Instagram marketing and that's what your whole profile is about, there's a good chance that your profile is going to come up in the search results. But if your bio maybe says like dog tips, makeup tutorials, parenting hacks, and social media tips, your content likely won't come up in the search results. 
And even if it does, the person searching for real estate marketing help probably isn't going to decide to work with you because it seems like you're spread too thin or, you know, you you're really not an expert in one thing. On the other hand, you know, if they see someone that is completely dedicated to Instagram marketing for real estate agents, they're probably going to follow that person or engage with that person or check out some of their content. So in the beginning, you really want to pick one topic to focus on. You want to build an audience around that expertise. You want to help people see results and you want to become that go-to person. And really, the further that you can niche down, the better. Because when you really start to niche down, you're going to be able to connect with people on a deeper level. You're going to be able to write sales pages and create social media posts that leave people saying like, wow, they totally get it. They understand my struggles and they know how to help. Does this make sense? So kind of continuing on with the real estate example, let's say that you're a real estate agent and you've been dabbling with the idea of using Instagram to increase your sales. And one day you're scrolling on Facebook and you see an ad for an Instagram marketing course. You take a look, you click on the ad, and you know, this course seems legit. It covers all the basics and would probably be helpful. But, you know, you just feel kind of meh about it. You don't really feel like it's something that you need to buy now. I mean, people, there are great testimonials on it. People say that it's helped them increase their follower count and all that good stuff. But you're on the fence because you don't know if this would make a difference for you or if it would end up being a waste of your time. So on the other hand, let's say you were scrolling and you saw an ad for an Instagram marketing course specifically for real estate agents. And it had, you know, it covered all the basics. It would definitely be super helpful. And, you know, this also had all sorts of testimonials and success stories from various real estate agents that had completed the course. And they talked about how this course helped them increase their leads and ultimately helped them make more money. So if you were in this situation, if you were presented these two different courses, both on Instagram marketing, which would you choose? Now, my guess is that you'd choose to take the course specifically for real estate agents, right? And I'm also guessing that you'd still choose that one even if it was more money. And that's because this course is catered towards your unique situation and people in your shoes have seen the specific results that you're looking for. So basically, you feel pretty confident that this course could help you reach your goals. Whereas the generic Instagram course, you know, maybe it would help, maybe it wouldn't, or, you know, yeah, like it could work. But this real estate course, you're like, wow, like this is going to help me with specifically what I'm looking to accomplish. So when you niche down, you're able to build a specific audience that's going to be interested in what you have to offer. You're going to be able to connect with people and provide better results. And you're going to be able to become and to also position yourself as an expert. And then as your business grows, you can always expand and you can start offering expertise in more areas. 
You can expand your niche and your offers if that's something that you want to do. Does this make sense? All right, so now that you know that you need a niche, how do you choose the right niche or how do you figure out what is the best niche for you? So there's no right or wrong answer here. And ultimately, it depends on you, your skill set, your passions, and more. So I put together a list of some questions that you can ask yourself to really help, you know, get those wheels turning, to help you start thinking about some potential options. All right, so let's go down the list. So is there an area or is there a topic that you're really passionate about? Next, is there a topic where you know more than the average person? Okay, So if you have a job, why did you choose that role? So what drew you to that type of work or that position? Do you enjoy the type of work that you do? Or is there a type of work that you really enjoy? You know, maybe even a past job. If you have a degree, why did you choose that degree? Or was there a certain class or a topic that you were really interested in? So even like thinking all the way back to high school, you know, maybe there's something that you just really, really loved, a class and something that you're passionate about and, you know, that you'd like to start a business around. Okay. So what kinds of hobbies and activities do you like? And last for kind of this chunk, what could you talk with someone about for 30 plus minutes? So let's say I came up to you and I asked you a question on this certain topic and, you know, this just kind of causes you to go off, to start ranting, like, you're like, please ask me more questions. So what does that for you? Okay. So I also want you to think about the problems or inconveniences that you know how to solve. So some questions that you can ask yourself include, Have you helped family or friends in the past ease a certain pain point? Do you have really great advice on a certain topic or area? You know, maybe you're known for your great relationship advice. What have people told you that you're really good at in the past? Have you mastered a certain aspect of your life that maybe other people struggle with? And last, have you achieved certain results for yourself that others might find desirable? Okay, so you really want to start looking at, you know, your different passions and your skill set and what you've helped people with in the past and try to find a place where all of those things intersect. And that can be your niche. So you want to look for, you know, areas where people are struggling, problems that people are facing, that you know how to help, and that you're passionate about as well. Okay, so as always, if you're interested in learning more about how to start your own digital product business in the easiest and quickest way possible... I do have a free 45-minute training that goes over all of the nitty-gritty details, so I will link to that in the show notes. And, you know, I'll put all of these questions that I mentioned in the show notes, too, so that you don't have to sit and, you know, pause and try to write that down, all of those things. (laughs) 
All right, that is all that I have for this episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Please leave me a review and I'll see you next week.